0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, July 26th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. we are taking a short break from our normal program to bring you a special look at the book of james this is a separate podcast that our youth director Ann dylan wrote and produced alongside tara and myself we'll be looking at each chapter of the book of james and we'll be putting out two episodes a week this was originally recorded for our youth but we figured there's something in it for everyone we hope you enjoy it And if you don't, we'll be back with our normal program on August 16th.
1: Welcome everyone to our first episode of a new youth podcast series entitled Hearing and Doing, Discovering the Action of Faith. My name is Angela Laughlin, and I am the youth director
0: at First Presbyterian Church in Huntsville, Alabama. And my name is Tara Bolter, and I am the senior pastor at First Presbyterian Huntsville.
1: And we are so excited to launch this new and exciting medium of youth ministry to you all today. Uh, This podcast will be a summer series where each week we will read and discuss a chapter in the book of James. Um, But before we get started, I will open us in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time of reflection, discovery, and discussion. Guide our conversation to encourage listeners of all backgrounds phases of life, and circumstances to discover and pursue faithful actions. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as mentioned, you know this podcast is dedicated to bringing encouragement and understanding to young people as they grow in their faith, but these messages can be applicable to people of all ages and backgrounds and circumstances. But uh, Tara, if you could start us off, um, I'd love to just talk about a brief introduction of who James was and why this letter is included in the Bible.
0: Okay. Well, for a very long time, the first several centuries of the early church, it was assumed that this was written by James, Jesus's brother. Um, And that was part of the oral tradition that was told. Modern scholarship isn't really sure if that's who it was, but I also don't know if it really matters. These are, the book of James is really a collection of sayings. You know, in the Old Testament, we have what's called wisdom literature, and that'd be like Proverbs, Proverbs, Psalms, Ecclesiastes, those books of the Bible that tell us about how to get more wisdom and to know more about God. This is actually wisdom in the New Testament. And so the book of James is really a book of sayings and instructions that have been recorded through the years. It's everything that I think is important in the life of faith that I want you to know. And so sometimes it's kind of hard to read because James jumps all over the place, but that's exactly how it would be if I wrote it too. (laughs) (laughs) Organization is not my strong suit. Um, I think just one other thing I would say about the book of James, a lot of times the book of James has gotten a bad rap through history. And the reason for that is, you know, the the Reformation separating the church between the Catholic church and Protestantism, that happened in part because there were people who thought that they could buy or earn their way into salvation. Mm -hmm. And so Martin Luther, the church reformer, his greatest belief was that we are offered grace and you can't earn it and you certainly can't buy it. So for James to talk about action, Martin Luther was like, oh, they shouldn't talk so much about action. It should just be about grace and faith. Um, And so that was Martin Luther's reaction. And so it's kind of gotten a bad rap. But for me, my faith should always be able to be seen in how I live my life. And I think that's what James is about. So there's your, your introduction. Oh, thanks Tara. No, (laughs) I, I, I'm so glad you went into that
1: because in choosing and selecting a book to go through, I was, I was a little hesitant to go through James and and I was talking to a friend and she really encouraged me to, to lean into it because of so much of what you said, you know, when you have a faithful heart and when you have a heart that is based in the word of the Lord, that overflow of compassion and love for others comes from what you learn in your own faith. And it's something that what you have to do, but what you want to do for other people. And so I think that's such an important lesson for young people to start you know, developing in their faith, especially because it's such a transformative time and you're developing habits mm-hmm. and um, you, it, it's just an important integral part of how you live your life, as you mentioned. Um,
0: yeah. And I also want to say that it's never about other people seeing you live it out. Exactly. I mean, no one should look at you and judge and be like, well, they, I mean, I'm a hot mess, but I'm better than I was before. And in my walk with the Lord, I know that. And the Lord knows that. So it's really about that we see in our own lives ways that we are transformed and that our faith is alive. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, in that, I'll, I'll just start with our first official question, but what does that action of faith mean to you in your own life? And you have touched on this a little bit, but especially raising daughters and, and seeing, and being a, being a young person and, and growing and learning and, and raising young girls yourself, how does that affect you?
0: Yeah. So the action of faith for me is really kind of, um, on its most basic level, a combination of disciplines that I try to enact in my life. And sometimes I do them and my whole heart is in it and it is spiritual growth. And then sometimes I'm just doing them um, and I'm not feeling any growth right then. But for me, I think the action of faith is um, an orientation To the world that acknowledges that I am a follower of Jesus Christ before anything else. And I acknowledge that really in my prayer life a lot to say, I will quiet my mind and I will try to open myself up to God's leading more than anything else. So I think that action of prayer and of reminding myself that I've made a commitment to follow Christ. Um, I think another action of faith for me is always about service, Mm -hmm. about trying to think less of myself and more of others. Um, and I can't explain to you like how much I fail at that. Like I just fail over and over, but I do believe in failing forward that Mm -hmm. I am a better, I'm better at it than I was. And I also think there are ups and downs in life. Sometimes I am doing a good job of thinking of others and then sometimes (laughs) I'm really not. So, um, but I think it's, it's a lot of little things. I try to read scripture every day. Um, and sometimes I read it and I'm like, this is the most amazing thing. I am a spiritual giant. (laughs) And then sometimes I read it and I'm like, I'm about to fall asleep and mm-hmm. but at least i did it. so okay. what does the action of faith look like for you?
1: you know, it's it's so interesting. i think i really relate to that and i think that it's one of those things where when you get your mind out of how everyone else is on their journey, you can actually start focusing on what god's trying to do in your own heart. and i think yes. that, that that is really important and i think what you said too is just the action of putting that effort into your faith will eventually become a habit that will lead to something beautiful, even if in the moment, you know, that particular scripture just may not be um, speaking to you that day. Then, you know, if you develop a habit, maybe the next day's will, or maybe the next day after that, or maybe you'll take something from that and put it into action and in helping someone else. And so I think that that's what I really see. And, and again, it's when you have that faithful heart and that foundation actions of faith and good deeds and how you treat other people will naturally follow is what I've found. And and you'll want to help other people and you'll want to spread that feeling and that goodness and that compassion that the Lord has shown in your own heart. And when you start seeing people the way that, you know, the Lord sees you, you know, that he sees everyone else the same way too. So it, it makes it so much easier to, to treat others the way that they deserve to be treated. Um, So those actions will follow suit. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think that's really interesting. Um, And especially something that is talked about in this book. Um, But yes, for our last question today, um, why do you think it is important for young people to be aware of their actions through faith,
0: especially at this time and in this world? Yeah. So I guess I think of two things right off the bat. One is that it's certainly important for young people. It's important for old people too. I'm just kidding. Exactly. Like, yep. You know, it's at every point in our life, this is an important conversation to have. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that I have always, and I don't like this about myself, but I've been the kind of person who wants to go from A to Z and I don't want to deal with all the stuff. In the middle. <laughs> and like a yep. lot of times too, if I can't figure out how to get to Z quickly, then I just won't do it you know what I mean? And so I, and that's called discipline, right? It's called doing things you don't want to do over and over because you know, it's good for you. I've not been a disciplined person. However, um, I know that when I engage in small disciplines over a long period of time, I grow spiritually. Just like when I exercise for very small periods of time over a long span of time, my fitness increases. It's the same way with, with faith too. And I think it's even harder because you don't know where it's going to go. You know what I mean? Like I can remember when I started praying for God to give me a calling, I low key was a little afraid I was going to get called to Africa or something. And I'm just going to tell you, (laughs) I am not a tent person. I'm not, I don't like to be uncomfortable. Like, mm -hmm. but that's not instead, God called me to my greatest joy. Which is loving people and preaching. So, um, but I, I think it's important for all people of faith to ask themselves where can I see the action of my faith?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't have to be anything terribly hard, it doesn't have to be anything terribly uncomfortable. But I do think we need to be people who are always in prayer, always studying scripture, or even just calling up a buddy. To kind of say, hey, would you pray for me? And I've been thinking about this. Can I talk it through with you? Community is a really huge thing. Absolutely. Where do you find, like, why is it important to you to have this discussion, you think?
1: I think that, you know, especially working with youth and and seeing that and, and seeing how people grow in their faith. You know, teenage years and younger years are all about testing the boundary, like how, yeah. how. Figuring out their own individuality. But that doesn't even stop. Like the second you turn 20 and you're not a teen, Mm -hmm. you're still testing boundaries. You're still discovering who you are. And I think it's never too late to start putting your faith into action. And I think that that's something important to remember and to know is that ways that, like what you were saying, that it can be small things that you do and, and, start incorporating into your daily life Um, you know texting someone just and praying for someone specific or writing someone a letter calling your grandparents and I think that's something we've also learned a lot during this past year of quarantine is how important that intentionality is because if you're not Mm -hmm. seeing someone every day face to face or if you know you're not you may not see you may not have a family vacation in a couple months to look forward to how are you going to be intentional with those relationships um and and put that faith into action and put that care into action. So I think that's something we've all had to become better equipped for this year and how will we carry that forward? You know, that's that's up to us and how we choose to take that those lessons forward.
0: It's funny, we had a session meeting a couple of weeks ago and I led worship for our session and one of the things I taught them is called like a breath prayer and you think of two things. One is you think of what is your name for God? So what would that be? You know, he's called the son of man, the son of God, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Um, for me, for whatever reason, I think of Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know why. And so you breathe in and you say that name you've chosen and then you breathe out the thing you most want from God. And so it's so simple, but I've been breathing in Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, please. And you know, that for me has been more grounding that because it's as simple as breathing. Lord Jesus Christ, help me, please. And um, that will change at different times. But um, you know, it's one of those things where I did that hoping it would help our session. It really helped the pastor. <laughs> I think <that's laughs> helped the me.
1: pastor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we all breathe, we all know how the feeling and <laughs> sensation is. It's that's an right. inclusive thing. And so we can all, and we all need help. So I think we, I think that's a, a very overarching, lovely thing to do. Um, well, yeah, I, I think that that's a beautiful thing. And I think in that you were looking for something to help others and, and the Lord helped you. And um, I think that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for joining I me today. And thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode to start digging into chapter one of James. Um, But I hope that you have been encouraged by what you've heard and will use this week to find new ways to put your faith into action. Amen. Amen.